Welcome to the Half Hill Report. News and items of interest for and about the village of Half Hill, the Valley of the Four Winds, Pandaria, and all of Azeroth. Half Hill Report is produced in cooperation with Half Hill Agricultural College, dedicated to serving the educational needs of the greater Valley of the Four Winds community. I'm your host, Tosh Mafuni, coming to you live from the upstairs room at Half Hill's own Lazy Turnip Inn. Before we get the show started this week, I'd like to start by thanking our wonderful guests from last week who showed up or sent in recordings to help us celebrate three years of the Half Hill Report. Your love, support, and friendship mean the world to me and Professor Talib and the whole gang here in Half Hill. And it's listener letter time. This week's letter is from uh, Rydia Evengrove a night elf who writes to us all the way from Azure Mist Isle, and they write. Dear Tashmafuni, I and many of my fellow night elf refugees from Darnassus have spent many pleasant afternoons listening to the Half Hill Report. Well, thank you very much. Your stories and news reports help relieve the tedium here in the refugee camp, and we especially appreciate the travel reports from from that dishy-sounding Velmic. Dishy, huh? Okay. So, you can imagine our dismay and outrage when we heard about the horrific treatment uh, of the poor Sidehill Groucho in Jan Ironchin's report from two weeks ago. As the presiding officer of DETA, D-E-T-A, DETA, I, I don't know what that is, I'm calling for the immediate... Oh no, cessation of this barbaric custom and a boycott, boycott of your show and its sponsors until you publicly denounce the mistreatment of of the Side Hill Groucho. Respectfully, Rydia Evengrove, presiding officer, Druids for the Ethical Treatment of Animals. Oh, okay, that's what DITA stands for. Oh dear, how do I explain this? Okay, well, uh, Rydia, thank you so much for your concern, but... If you would listen to the entire report, you'd know that there is no such thing as a side hill groucho. It's a joke, a, a trick that's played on new players on the mighty Mushans. But if it'll make you happy, then yes, I publicly denounce the mistreatment of the side hill groucho and any other made-up, completely fictional animal here in Azeroth. Happy now? Thanks for writing. And with that bit of strangeness out of the way, on with the news. In news from around Azeroth, travelers to the afterlife are bringing back stories of what may be the strangest friends and family business promotion ever. Heroes who attempt to conquer Torghast, the infamous Tower of the Damned where the mysterious figure known as the Jailer has imprisoned Azeroth's greatest leaders, apparently can now offer free passes to friends and family for those segments of the tower that they have previously, um, toured, I guess. Huh. So, I guess now telling a friend or family member to go to the Tower of the Damned isn't so much as an insult as it is an invitation to a great deal. In a related story... Economists throughout Azeroth are trying to sort out the vast array of new currencies proliferating from the afterlife. Dubbed as Necrocoin by some wags in economic circles, currencies such as the widely traded Anima, 
to the highly focused and single-use soul ash are creating unique challenges for travelers to the afterlife as they seek ways to earn them. So far, the investment community has not found a way to capitalize on these currencies, especially the highly specialized Phantasm and Stygia, which both appear to be controlled by powerful cartels in the afterlife. And speaking of the afterlife, the Half-Hill Report is made possible in part this week thanks to a generous grant from the Wild Hunt. Are you a hunter? Do you feel a deep and spiritual connection to nature? Do you like taking trips by mushroom? If so, then Lord Hearn and the Winter Queen invite you to join the elite ranks of the Wild Hunt in the afterlife. The Wild Hunt, not your mother's dryads. It's time now for the Rizhak Report, a semi-regular report from our Goblin in the Field, brought to you this week by a grant from the Anglers. Hey, college, how you doing? Well, I'm back out here in the Shadowlands, but to tell you the truth, I'm not even sure why I'm here. It's an awful place. And now, don't get me wrong, I don't mean the scenery or the climate. I've been spending a lot of time in Maldraxxus, which can get kind of gruesome in parts, but that's not what I mean by awful. And it's not the people, although I have run into some strange ones. There's good ones and some bad ones, and I'm okay with either of those, as long as they got gold to spend on something I can sell them. <laughs> and that's the whole problem. Gold just isn't a big deal in the afterlife. Can you imagine that? Having heaps of gold around is my idea of paradise. But of course, Shadowlands isn't paradise. Apparently, it ain't supposed to be, neither. Frankly, college, it's closer to my idea of, uh, I don't know, whatever the opposite of paradise is, I guess. First of all, there are these blasted cartels that've been here a long time and got the financial end of things pretty well sewed up, and they aren't about to let a stranger get a toehold. They just refuse to talk deals of any kind. In fact, they pretty much refuse to talk. Well, that ain't entirely fair. I've been getting to know this one member of Cartel R, named R. Larinar. They're stationed out near the theater of pain and sell things useful to adventurers for gold. Now, this member of the cartel is willing to talk to me about the weather, about adventurers who pass by, about the combatants in the arena, anything like that. But any time I try to get a little information about the goods they sell or why they're located here, things just shut down. I can't find out nothing. Very mysterious. I know there's more going on with these cartels than meets the eye, but I don't know anything more than I did when I started. Mark my words, college, these guys are up to no good. And as if that weren't enough, there's the whole problem of currency here. Sure, the adventurers brought gold with them and the cartels are happy to take their gold, but this place already had its own currencies. And when I say currencies, I mean currencies. Plural, as in many of them. First of all, there's anima, which is more than currency because it's the lifeblood of the place. It's what keeps everything going. Most of the troubles around here are caused by a shortage of anima in that way. Because it's so important, it gets treated like a currency. And there are many different kinds, including some fake stuff that they hand out to adventurers for various tasks that doesn't count as real anima, 
also called reservoir anima, but can be turned in for some purposes. And then they got soul lash, grateful offerings, infused rubies, stygia, stinstone fragments, medallions of service, phantasm, and renown, and more, uh, I can't even remember. And each covenant has its own form of reservoir anima and redeemed souls. It just goes on and on. Ugh, makes my head spin. Now, I know there are lots of different kinds of coin in Azeroth too, but that's spread out across the whole world. And there, at least gold is something you can count on using almost anywhere except for a few specialized items. I understand gold. Here, if you're going to get anywhere, you got to have all these different kinds of stuff piling up all the time. But the worst part is, you can't use it for anything but its one purpose. You can't trade it around for anything else or even give it to anyone. It baffles me. College. I'm at a loss as to how to get anything profitable started here. Eh, <sighs> well, even I gotta admit this isn't much of a war report. But it sure has to do with the state of my resources and my prospects. But I ain't giving up. I sure ain't. Because I know there are opportunities here. Eh, <laughs> it's a challenge, that's for sure. Thanks, Rizak. You know, it feels like we have a little theme about money going this week. The news reported on money, Rizak reported on money. You know, makes me think of something my great-uncle Runyon Mifune once told me. Tosh, he said, always try to rub up against money. For if you rub up against money long enough, some of it may rub off on you. Interesting guy, Runyon. Checking the Azeroth calendar, two big events are starting up tomorrow. First, the Kirin Tor Tavern Crawl. Make your plans to travel to the Ledger Domain Lounge in Dalaran to find out what really goes on when mages focus their unwavering discipline on having a good time in this one-day rollicking tour of inns throughout Azeroth. And the Dark Moon Fair tents go up for another week-long celebration of all that's weird and wonderful in Azeroth. It's time once again for our weekly feature, Wandering with Velmic and Demesis, with everyone's favorite Draenei travel correspondent, Velmic. So, Velmic, what's new in the afterlife, my friend? Hey there, Tosh. So, this week I joined cousin Demesis and her girlfriend Tilly in scariest place in afterlife, a place called Maldraxxus. Wow, so scarier than the vampire kind of people in Revendreth? Well, maybe not that scary. Oh, okay, then scarier than getting recruited by the Kyrian? That was more creepy than scary. So scarier than the Maw or Torghast or... Okay, okay, smart guy. Maybe not the scariest place. But it sure seems like people there like to fight a lot. That's why Tilly wanted to visit a place called Challenger's Promenade outside of Theater of Pain. This is place that all great fighters in Maldraxxus go to train for combat in arena. Here you are finding fighters, trainers, arena champions, and vendors who are selling things for fighters. Okay, so why did Tilly want to go there so badly? Tush, are you really asking this question? We are talking about Tilly here. Oh, right. She does like a good scrap now and then, doesn't she? Ugh, seriously. So... We were in Ardenweald at Inn, 
until he overhear conversation between couple of orc warriors at next table about these great fights they were in at Theater of Pain. She looks at the Mises and I and say, that sounds like fun. I say to her, we have different definition of that word, you and I. She just ignore me and ask warriors, say, fellas, how do you get into these fights? The orcs look at her and laugh. Little human girl, they say. Maybe you should just stay here in Ardenweald where you can be safe. Then they look sort of surprised when Tilly's daggers are suddenly stuck in their chairs between their legs. Biggest orc hands Tilly's daggers back to her chuckling and say, Go see Louisan at Challenger's Promenade. He's our agent. Tell him Gorslice brothers send you. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Tilly certainly knows how to get her. <laughs> get her point across. <laughs> what? <laughs> her, her, her point across. Her daggers. I don't get it. <sighs> Never mind. Go on. Okay. Like I am saying, we go to Maldraxxus where it seems like whole culture is all about fighting. Which I am guessing makes sense since Maldraxxus is home of undying army who defend Shadowlands against enemies of death. Hang on, hang on. Death has enemies? Uh, wouldn't that actually be a good thing to be an enemy of death? Dush, if we get into discussion about philosophy, we are going to be here all day. Okay. Anyway. Tilly is very excited about testing herself against champions in Maldraxxus. So, she is very happy when Louisan decides to take her on as client. He was impressed that Gors... <laughs> that Gorslice... Gorslice brother sent her. I don't get it. What's so funny about that? <laughs> no, not that. I, I just get joke. Gets her point across. Wow. That <laughs> was good one, Tosh. Anyway. We spend much time in Promenade meeting some of great champions in Arena. Peoples like Valuator Malus, a great trainer, Trapper Hickman, who seemed like maybe sparring partner for trainees. We also meet Rencissa the Dynamo and Gun Gorgebone, who both seemed more interested in us being impressed with them than actually teaching Tilly anything. And then there was Scrapper Minoir, who was very sad story. Oh yeah? Why why so sad? Apparently Scrappers was once great Lich champion, but when we see her, she is shell of former self. Just an ooze, really. Oh dear, what what happened? Eh, we hear she makes some bad decisions about taking enhancing potions to help her in fighting. Isn't that cheating? From what I am seeing in Maldraxxus, I don't think they have concept of cheating. You either win or lose. Nothing else matters. Uh, from what you've said about Minoir, it sounds like maybe it actually does matter. I know, right? Anyway, Tilly spends some time training with Valuator Malice. Louison watch her and tell her she is ready to face three great opponents in Theater of Pain. Okay, so it sounds like we're getting to the exciting part of the story. Not quite yet. You'll have to wait till next week. What? Why? Tilly decide to wait one week to go into fight so that I can come back here 
and ask Jean if he wants to cover Fight Live in Jean's huddle next week. Oh, great! Well, that's going to be very exciting. We have different definitions. Yeah, yeah, I know. Definition of that word, you and I. Yeah, I guess we kind of do. Tell me, isn't Demesis a little worried about Tilly getting into this big fight? I, I mean, this seems like pretty elite-level stuff. Nah, not so worried. Tilly doesn't know this, but Demesis is going to be in Arena at same time with her pet Jake, just in case Tilly maybe takes on a little bit more than she can handle. Aw, that's, that's kind of sweet. I'm not sure Tilly would agree. Good point. Heh, <laughs> nice callback. Thanks. So, I guess next week will be the big Wandering with Velmic and Demesis and Jeanne's Huddle combined feature. I'm really looking forward to that. And I'm sure our listeners will too. So, until then, Dionys Aka, my friend. Dionys Akatosh. See you next week. As always, we are coming to you live from the Lazy Turnip Inn in the heart of Half Hill, the little town that time forgot and the years can't improve. Next time you're in Pandaria, we hope you'll stop by and say hello and enjoy some of our famous Pandaren hospitality. And when you do, be sure to ask Den Den for a cold, refreshing Storm Stout brew. Brewed right here in the valley by the fine Pandarens at Storm Stout Brewery. When in doubt, reach for a Storm Stout. Thanks for joining me again this week, folks, and I'd like to wrap up with some words of wisdom from Nosdormu, the aspect of the bronze dragonflight and guardian of time. Time is a tangled web. Try not to dwell on all the loose ends. See you next week, and remember, make your own turnip. The Half Hill Report is a fan-created fictional radio broadcast based on World of Warcraft. All place names, character names, and music from World of Warcraft used in the Half Hill Report are the exclusive property of Blizzard Entertainment. World of Warcraft is a trademark or registered trademark of Blizzard Entertainment Inc. in the U.S. and other countries. No copyright or trademark infringement is intended by the Half Hill Report. If you would like to reach us, you can find us on Twitter at Half Hill Report or drop us an email at halfhillreport at yahoo.com. This show is brought to you by Dragon Powered Studio. Find more at dragonpoweredstudio.com.